A very good evening to you, and thank you for tuning in to Calvary Baptist Church broadcast. My name is Pastor Joseph James, and I'm so happy uh, to be with you and share God's word with you this evening. The passage that I want to reflect on and share is found in Luke's Gospel, chapter 16. I'm reading from verse 19 to 31. Luke's Gospel, chapter 16, reading from verses number 19 to 31. Let's hear God's word. There was a certain rich man who was splendidly clothed in purple and fine linen, and who lived each day in luxury. As his gate lay a poor man named Lazarus, who was covered with sores, as Lazarus lay there longing for scraps from the rich man's table, the doors will come and lick his open sores. Finally, the poor man died and was carried by the angels to be with Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried, and his soul went to the place of the dead. There in torment, he saw Abraham in the far distance with Lazarus at his side. The rich man shouted, Father Abraham, have some pity. Send Lazarus over here to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. I am in anguish in the flames. But Abraham said to him, Son, Remember that during your lifetime, you had everything you wanted, and Lazarus had nothing. So now he is here being comforted, and you are in anguish. And besides, there is a great chasm separating us. No one can cross over to you from here. And no one can cross over to us from there. Then the rich man said, Please, Father Abraham, at least send him to my father's house. For I have five brothers, and I want him to warn them so they don't end up in this place of torment. But Abraham said, Moses and the prophets have warned them. Your brothers can read what they wrote. The rich man replied, No, Father Abraham. But if someone is sent to them from the dead, then they will repent of their sins and turn to God. But Abraham said, if they don't listen to Moses and the prophet, they won't listen even if someone rises from the dead. Amen. That's God's word. And I want us to reflect on this evening. Beloved, when we pick things from the word that we just read, it's talking about the fact that in life we should do what matters most. Or while we are alive, we should treasure our life because there's life after death. From the parable of the rich man and Lazarus, we can learn certain things. The first thing I pick that I want to share with you is not to love things, but share them. Because if you have so many things that you love and you don't share with others, 
one day you die and live with that thing. But if you have shared with some people, you would have built a relationship with them, you would have helped them and taken them out of their trouble or misery. Another thing we can learn from this parable is that treasure opportunities that God gives us so that we can see God through the opportunities that he gives us. The poor man was an opportunity for the rich man to even share his food and goodies with and get to know this person so that he can, uh, he would have shared God with him. Lazarus who knew God would have shared God with this rich man. Another thing we can learn is that we can share Christ while we still can. Because the poor rich man died and went to Hades, went to the flames of fire, and nobody shared Christ with him. Things can happen anytime. None of us know when the end will come for us or when we will die. It can come suddenly and unexpected. You know, things do happen. Recently, or some years back, we had the, um, the collapse of um, um, a whole supermarket uh, in, in Accra here at Achimota, where people, workers and uh, shoppers died. Nobody left home thinking that he's going to shop or meet his death. So we need to understand that anything can happen. But when you left home this morning or your house this morning, you didn't know if you were going to come back the same day. Life is not in our hands. So therefore, we must treasure life and do what, what is important, what matters most in life. That is loving one another, sharing and um, sharing the things that God has given us, and not to just love the things, and uh, because we can die anytime, and we won't have the opportunity to to, to love those things. But if we share them, we have had interesting value, and we have done certain things that can speak for us when the unfortunate happen. Just one told a story about this rich farmer. In Luke chapter 12, verse 16 to 20, who thought of building a bigger barns to store more of his grain? But God said, You fool, this very night your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? He forgot that he is going to leave this world. So things do happen in this life, and therefore we must treasure. Every living moment that we do, what is right and good, we do not know how much time we have we have left before we meet God. That is why how we live today is important. Beloved, let us look at this parable very carefully about the rich man and Lazarus. As I said earlier on, I've divided this story into three parts. In the first part, we see the rich man completely engrossed by his wealth. He made the mistake of focusing only on the here and now, only for this world. He was preoccupied by things, and he died leaving them all behind. When you are preoccupied by the things, the material things in this world, you will die and leave them all behind. So you cannot salvage things once life is over. You need to share things now. When you die, you don't go with anything. 
So while you are alive and God has blessed you with things, you need to share these things now. So don't treasure things, but treasure people. Things will pass away. Everything we have will be left behind once life is over. So do not what? Treasure the things that you have, the material things that you have, but treasure the people in your life, the people that you meet. The rich man was dressed in purple and fine linen and lived in luxury every day. Not sometime, but every day. He takes pride in his wealth. His God is his riches. His only concern was to live in the grandest house, eat the best food, and wear the finest clothing. It's sad because he invested his whole life on things that are temporary, things that are passing and things that are leaving. That is a lesson we should learn, that we should not hold or live our life on the things that are temporary. No matter how much you have earned on earth, you are going to leave everything behind. So don't love things, use things to help people. Use what you have to bless others. The Bible teaches us to use what we have, what God has given us for his purpose, to share our things with those who are in need, to use things so that others are blessed. Whatever God has given to you and I, we should use it to bless others. If we hold them, and we power them, and we don't open our doors and share things with others. When we leave this life, we cannot salvage them and carry them to us. Let's, let's use things so that others will be blessed. There are certain things in this life that we don't need to hold on to. We need to share them. They are material. We cannot give, we cannot take them with us. So don't make the same mistake that a rich man made. God gave this rich man a chance to change. Right in front of his house was an obvious need. He said at his gate was laid a beggar named Lazarus, covered with sores, and longing to eat what fell from the rich man's table. He was given the chance to move away from loving things to loving people, from loving this world to loving the God Lazarus worship, but he did not, not once or twice, but apparently every day he was given this chance to give Lazarus a decent meal and proper clothing, but he did not. If he had, he would have known Lazarus as a friend, he would most likely have known about his God and the life after death. We read in the last part of this parable that the rich man wished for Lazarus to go to his father's house and warn his five brothers. Lazarus was at his gate every day and ignored him. If he paid attention, he would have been saved. Beloved, we are blessed today. We may not be very rich, but we have enough to live on. And we've come to know the God whom we can trust. Let us share what we have with those in need. In 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 17, Paul tells Timothy to warn the people not to put their hope in wealth but in God. For he is the one who richly provides us with everything for enjoyment. And then he said in verse 18 to 19, in 1 Timothy chapter 6, he says, command them to do good, to be rich in good deeds, 
and to be generous and willing to share. In this way, they will lay up treasure for themselves as a firm foundation for the coming age so that they may take hold of the life that is truly life. The Lord wants us to store up treasures in heaven by using what we have here on earth to bless others. When life is over, we will not be able to do so anymore. John Wesley once said, Do all the good you can, by all the means you can, in all the ways you can, in all the places you can, at all the times you can, to all the people you can, as long as you ever can do these things. Hallelujah. So we need to understand this, that the things that God has given us in this world are not for us to flash it flamboyantly, arrogantly in the eyes of those who don't have. What is good for us is to not just put our hands on our chest and say, I owe cows, I owe houses, I owe cars, I owe lands, I owe businesses. We need to say that God has blessed us with all these things and for a reason. And the reason is that we are supposed to bless others what God has given us. Hallelujah. So in the second part, both the rich man and Lazarus died and they are separated by a great chasm. That is a great maybe valley that no one can cross that valley. Lazarus is in comfort now because he trusted God. The rich man is in agony. Nothing can be changed now. Once you die, your destiny is set. So we can learn that you cannot seize opportunities once life is over. See God now. Opportunities once passed will never return. We don't always have the chance to do the right thing. The rich man was given the chance, but he did not take it. He died. He left behind everything. His house, his things, his clothing, his food. But the saddest thing is that he lost his salvation, eternal life. He was too preoccupied with his life on earth and did not see God for eternal life. And let us treasure every living moment that we have today, beloved, to see God and live for him. Once time has passed, it won't return. It will be too late for us. The story is told of this uh, parable that we are talking about, that this rich man lived life. He lived his life enjoying the things that God has given him. And yet, he did not do the most important thing, sharing the things that God has given him. If you share things that God has given you, you are building treasure in heaven. So the story that we are reading today must speak to you and I. Wherever God has placed you, whatever opportunity that God has given you, whatever privilege that God has given you, all you need to do is to see it as um, somebody who is holding those things in trust, a steward, okay? And that you just listen to God and use those resources that God has given you to bless people. And when you have blessed people with the resource that God has given you, it is going to be a blessing for you and I. Hallelujah. So, Lazarus may have difficult times in life. 
and that there is a contrast between the rich man and Lazarus. The rich man may have a good life in a decent barrier, but he suffers in agony for eternity. Lazarus may have a difficult life and die without fanfare, but he was carried by angels into paradise and now enjoys eternity in God's presence. Lazarus trusted God while he was still living. In fact, his name means God is my helper. God is my helper. So beloved, tonight, once life is over, opportunity to make the right choice will be over. See God now. Came here tonight to encourage you. See God now. While you still have the chance to do so. Make efforts to know Jesus. No other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. Man is destined to, the, to die once and after that to face the judgment of God. Hebrews 9.27 says so. So don't doubt, procrastinate, or hesitate. The life we have now will fade away, but the abundant life God gives will not. It's eternal. You need to put your trust in Jesus. He is our only Savior. My brother, my sister, tonight, seek God while you can. Put God first in your life. If you are healthy and can come to church, then come every Sunday and worship God. If you can see and read today, seize the opportunity you have, read and study the word of God. If you have a chance to pray for someone in need, then pray. Serve the Lord while you still can. When you have the chance to do something of eternal value, do it now. In many places, in many countries, even if they want to, many are not allowed to worship God, to read his word or to serve him freely. Before you get up in the morning and rush into your day, pause and pray. Lord, don't let me waste this day. Whether or not I get anything else done, help me to spend today loving you and doing your will. King Solomon wrote in his old age in Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 13, Now all has been heard. When all things are said and done, here's the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. We don't always have the chance to do something for God. Seek him now and serve him with all your heart, beloved. You know, the third part of the passage, the parable that I want to also share with you is this. The story tells us, you cannot save others once life is over. Speak up now. Tell others about Jesus Christ now. Tell them that he's a savior. He saves and he has come. And therefore, we need to share the gospel with others now. Now, the rich man regretted, but it was too late. The thoughts of those missed opportunities saddened him. He would have saved himself had he paid more attention to Lazarus. He wished he had not wasted his life away in luxury. Now, he only wish is that his five brothers will be warned and be saved. He can no longer do anything now for them or even for himself. He can't do anything. So we do not want to live with such a regret. Tonight, brothers and sisters, we don't want to live with such a, a, a regret. If you are going to love someone, love them now. If you are going to share Christ with someone, speak up now. God has left the preaching of a gospel of salvation to the living. We must seize every living moment 
to share Christ. A simple word can go a long way. A simple track, gospel track, can change a life. Paul said, I have become all things to all men so that by all possible means I might save some. I do all this for the sake of the gospel that I may share in his blessings. Hallelujah. Apostle Paul is urging us in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 22 to 23, that he will become all things to all men so that by all possible means he might save some. He will do all things for the sake of the gospel that he may share in his blessings. When you share the gospel and you are able to bring somebody to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, you will be able to share in the blessings of the gospel. The joy that somebody has come to know the Lord Jesus Christ. So you see, don't let this thing be too late for you. Whatever God has given you, share. Share. Seek opportunity to bless somebody. And then you'll be building treasures in heaven. When you do this, you get opportunity to meet people, bless them. And then you get opportunity to also raise concern about the fact that they do not know Jesus Christ. Now when they come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, there you would have won a soul and the Bible would describe you as a wise person. You see, someone lost her friend and wrote a poem to remind herself to share Christ whenever she has the chance to do so. Okay? And as I copy this poem, I want to share with you. He said, it goes like this. Is this you, my friend? I stand in judgment now. And I feel that you are to blame somehow. On earth, I walk with you each day. And never did you point the way. You know the Lord in truth and glory. But never did you tell the story. My knowledge then was very dim. You could have let me save to him. Though we live together on earth, you never told me of the second bed. You never spoke of my lost soul and of the Christ who can make me whole. You taught me many things. That's true. I called you friend and trusted you. But I learned now that it's too late. You could have kept me from this fate. We walk by day and talk by night. But, and yet, you showed me not the light. Yet, you let me live, work, and die. You knew I would never live on high. Yes, I called you friend in life and trusted you through joy and strife. And yet, on coming to the end, I cannot now call you my friend. Beloved, let us do all we can now, while we still can, for the souls of men and plead with them Endlessly. The Lord said, night is coming when no one can work. In John chapter 9 verse 4. Treasure your life and do what matters most. Share things, see God and share Christ. So that Christ will come. People will come to the saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Share things. Whatever God has given you, share it with others. Because they are material. 
You cannot take it with you anywhere. If you have time, share seven others. If you have money, share with those who are in need. If you have clothes, share with those who are naked. If you have shelter, share with those who are homeless. Jesus said at the end, he will call people and say, well done, for I was sick and you came to visit me. I was naked, you clothed me. I was hungry and thirsty, you gave me food and water. And then they will ask, when did we see you naked? When did you see you hospitalized? When did we see you even in prison? When did we see you thirsty and hungry and we came to you and gave you food and water? And he said, as you did for your fellow brothers, as you did for your neighbors, you have done it for me. Beloved, we should learn how to share things. Your knowledge, ability, share with people. Help people bring them up. And when you do that, you are building treasures in heaven. Hallelujah. Again, seek God while you are alive. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, seek him now. The time to seek him now. Anything can happen. You don't know when you are going to die. Seek him now. Seek him and you will find him. When you seek God, you will find him. You will begin to know who he is and that he will give you eternal life. Time to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior is now. This is the time. This is the time of salvation. This is the time to make a decision to go to church. Make a decision to go to prayer meeting. Make a decision to go to Bible studies. Make a decision to serve the Lord. And know more about him. And then trust him. Put your trust in him. Like Lazarus put his trust in the Lord. He was able to make it to the bosom of Abraham. And he was in um, joy while the rich man was in agony and torment. Why? Because Lazarus sought God when he was alive. He trusted God. Beloved, tonight, have you trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Have you given your life to Jesus Christ? And we believers out there, are we sharing Christ? Because time is too short. Because hell and heaven is rare. We need to share Christ and give people opportunity to give their life to Jesus Christ. And if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the time to seek him is now. Treasure your life. Your life is important. Your life will move into eternity. So treasure. Know Jesus. Put your life, put your life in his hands. Trust him and share all the blessings that he has given you. And you are going to be a blessing to others. May the Lord bless you tonight as you have listened into Calvary Baptist Church broadcast. I know that this broadcast has been a blessing to you. Go and implement and apply all that we have shared, the principle that we have shared with you. And the principle is that share things, see God, and share Christ. My name is Pastor Joseph Ajayman, and thank you for making a date with me. And make another date with me. Same time next week and stay blessed.